Welcome to Super Bowl opening night presented by Volt 24. We are at Marlins Park in downtown Miami, less than 15 miles from Hard Rock Stadium, the site of Super Bowl 54. Patrick Mahomes, your reigning NFL MVP. That's the master of ceremonies right here. You also hear from Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, that, last time I was out there, I was, I was, I was right, in the, right in the jungle out there, so... <laughs> Got a little more space this time, you know, living, living good right now. George Kittle, always very interesting. I'm George Kittle. Uh, who are you? <laughs> I'm Deion Sanders. Oh, oh, wow. What's up? Travis Kelsey's already got the South Beach shades on. Did you have anything to do with choosing the white for your team? So I told them we needed to have a clean outfit, man. When I got here, they had on the, the white marshmallow-looking stuff for me, and <laughs> I said there was no way I was wearing that, and they said that's all they had. I go, well, I promise you Andy Reid's not wearing that. And I love the shirt, man. It's a great I, shirt. I got one for you. It's a little smaller than this one. Super Bowl number one, 54? Yes. Uh, yes. 77. This is why we, God knows, I'm, I'm muting early. Star-studded fiasco on this episode. Have the normal guest, Austin What's Goody. Uh, you know, just playing a little Rocket League and trying to get ignorant as fuck. This is new for you or whatever, because like now you're going to be on your phone and I can't yell at you because I can't see you on it. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not going to leave the Skype app, so I ain't trying to. You know. But before I get to the God at the end, you know, um, the homie Jack on the line. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? You already know. You know, we're we going to discuss your team at some point or whatever. Not really. Not this episode. No. Not this episode. No. Yeah, your man's retired, <laughs> but hey, we wished him off good. And the 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 God himself. Oh, the. I mean, you don't know if he's looking at you or you don't know. Oh, multi-instrumentalist. <laughs> Hunter Marquette. Let's go, baby. <laughs> well, before we start, you know, I just got two two tiny little comments, you know. Um, I don't know why Jack said, hey, like he was a guest on The View. <laughs> but it's that's fine. Two, because I haven't been on an episode since it happened. R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. everyone else, legend gone. But uh, let's get it popping. We live. Hey, man. We live, no. baby. So I asked my you know great co-host, did any of us watch the Pro Bowl? And the response <laughs> I got was pretty much, yeah, we're not in middle school anymore. The who? The who? <laughs> 
Hey, I told you, me and me and the old girl watched the um dodgeball and the pre- the precision passing and all the other little shit, the little tag off and best hands, whatever you want to call it. That was all pretty cool. That that's pretty cool. But when it comes to the game itself, I would rather watch the movie Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. I would rather watch the Carolina Hurricanes post game celebration dodgeball. Oh, okay. Don't know if uh, Hunter saw that. Damn, them crickets loud as shit. Uh, I, for- I, for- I forgot to read the room. You guys probably don't give two shits about hockey. What's the Cowboys? Like, what do they play dodgeball after the game? Yeah, they do these like team celebrations, and uh, this one, like they do uh, organized team celebrations. It was one thing they started last year as a thank you it's to the It's usually fans after the and, circle uh, jerk. They'd... Yikes. The skull clap. They do a skull clap. Hunter calls it a circle jerk because Hunter is a Philly shocker, a Phillies fan. Shocking. Or I guess Flyers. Or a Flyers fan. Not a Phil- you know what the fuck I meant. Oof. Oh, you get sports wrong. This episode getting off early. Hey, I'm, I'm just saying because look, I, it's, it's a little different because I've you know I've done these like multi people on like the basketball episodes. I haven't done it on the football yet. This is brand new. Not this year. We did it with me, you, and MJ. I mean, but this it's always three of us. We've never had more. Well, Austin's kind of in the room sometimes. You know. Is, is Coco on this episode? You already know. He's right here behind me. Shout out to God. Over 100 episodes featuring the God. What you mean? Also, too, well, um, guys, this is random. I finally went back and checked out the numbers. Over 3,000. I, I tell you tell you what we doing this year. Keto, tell them. Grinding. That's it, man. Um, yeah, so for all of y'all that um, the, the Pro Bowl, I, I'm looking to AFC actually won. Where the winners, really? Well, Kirk Cousins threw for over 150 yards. He actually had a pick in the Pro Bowl. Shocker. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, hey, you want to know why the AFC won? Why? Because the Ravens lost to the Titans. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? It was the basically Ra- the Ravens versus the NFC. No, that ass was hilarious too. Like the Ravens are the top three, like as far as yards, like passing, receiving, and rushing. Like, they're leaders in all three. It probably would have changed, like, half the roster if they were still going to the Super Bowl. But they have 12 players. I don't you know, know like, 11, people, 12. Like, you know, the people who put the Pro Bowl together saw the Ravens lose, and they were like, yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> you know, they were they were joining all those Saints fans or whatever. Y'all still upset? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we just got quite that, uh, we hate to see, Luke? I mean, I'd love to see it. I, 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 if I could have had some popcorn, that shit would have been. But y'all want to get into the game that people are actually excited about this weekend? Absolutely. I mean, shit, let's 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 get it popping. Should we go? Like each team gets, like you know, each team gets, you know, like we talk about them or whatever, and then our picks. That sound cool to y'all? Yeah. Yeah, I guess since the AFC won the Pro Bowl, we're gonna go with the AFC team, the Chiefs first. 
That's about the only thing an AFC team gets for winning the Pro Bowl. Damn. <laughs> well, they're actually they're favored to win. Oh yeah, is is it? It's not giving me. Oh God, isn't is, okay? Yes, they're giving me. Um, you guys want to do the normal predictions or whatever? Jack, you can actually jump in this as well. Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. What are they? What are they um, projected to win by? I got Chiefs two and a half. Well, Jack, your thoughts on the spread? <laughs> um, okay, now I'm back. Oh shit, that was weird. Oh God! Yeah, Austin, I don't know. Why is your face available? I don't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn, turn that off. Turn it off. There we go. There you go. There's not I a should, damn person the, that wants that. Hunter shit. was in the middle of saying something, and then the call just completely dropped, and I didn't know what happened. Yeah, um, you're spread. The, the Chiefs. I'm sorry. What? You, your 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 pick on the spread. The Chiefs are favored oh, by. I'm gonna say five. Okay, oh, Jack. I got Chiefs two and a half. Uh, I think I know when it started that, but I think it probably has gone up if I were to guess. So I'm going to say two. Chiefs by two. And Kendall, you said what? Two and a half? Yeah. From what I'm looking at right now, Jack gets it. It's one and a half. Oh. Yeah. Now, it, I, it, the, thing, the thing that scares me is there is almost a unanimous sentiment in the NFL right now that the Chiefs are going to destroy the 49ers. And I yes. don't like that. I do not like that because tell, every time tell the there's a sentiment that a team's going to destroy another team, it never happens. I mean, I get what you're saying, and I mean, shit, we're not quite there or whatever, but like, I'm favored with the Chiefs. I mean, uh, I think uh, I, I'm sitting fifty-fifty personally. I, mean, I, I think I've been sh- I've been shitting on the Niners like all year. That's why you gotta stop. <laughs> uh, I, I'm more with Austin. I've been leaning kind of either way on this. Um, I don't know. I did a lot of looking at regular season statistics and just a little bit into what they're gonna do or what they've done in the postseason for both teams. They're a lot closer in a lot more categories than you'd think, and I think that's why Vegas is kind of playing the line pretty close too. Because I, I think a lot of people are probably betting on the Chiefs. So, bro, I told you last episode that Tevin Coleman injury is going to hurt the 49ers a lot more than what people want to talk about. I think so, so as well. I don't, actually. Um, so I looked at San Francisco's rushing numbers just for the regular season. Coleman, who probably started the most games at any of them, but they all played in pretty much the majority of all the games, had the third most rushing yards out of their big three, uh, which – if I can just say real quick, these damn running back names for San Francisco, Morstead, Maria. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, wait, wait. Before you finish, Keto, get ready for the name he's going to say at the end. Finish, Jack. Which one? You know which one I'm, t- I'm thinking of. Oh, of the four running backs? Yes. Oh, well, I didn't get his numbers, but Jeff Wilson Jr., he had that one game. <laughs> Keto, now someone named J- Jeff Wilson Jr., is he keeping stats for Dan the team? Smith, BYU. Actually, let me see if I can pull up his numbers real quick. But I swear but he had like is, one like, game. Even when you look at regular season, you I just feel like you can't look at regular season. Because if we looked at the regular season, the Ravens win the Super Bowl. 
No, I, I agree with that. That's why I tried to look at some postseason numbers too. But like the postseason numbers are wildly important, and I uh, I hate to be that Eagles fan, but again, regular season doesn't show Nick Foles taking the Eagles to the Super Bowl. No, that's fair. But at the same time, Tevin Coleman's gotten less than half the running back snaps in the postseason for the 49ers. To the point it's been all Mostert, even with Coleman starting the games. It's like they kind of get a feel for the running game, figure out where they want to go with it, and then throw Mostert in. Mostert. Jeez, I cannot say that. Yeah, Mostert. Just, we, Mostert. Something. The only reason I know how to Monster say it is because, again, he was a former Eagle. Yeah. Damn. Well, he was a lot of former things. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Journeyman running back. But he's going to be a former good running back after the Super Bowl. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, hot takes Ooh. early? I mean, that's all episode, bro. What you talking about? Hot takes early? Uh-uh. Hey, look, fuck it. Hot takes or whatever. Garoppolo over, under, 200 passing yards. Over. Uh, under. Uh, I think he could stay under. They could still have a chance. Oh, I think they have a chance if he stays under. I just think he throws over because I Just, think. And I'm not shitting on Jimmy G. So you think just on the pace of the game, he's going to have to throw more? I well, yeah, yeah I don't Kansas think they're going to be able to run. Okay, they're not. They don't have a great defense, but they play fast as fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, the defense is better than it was last year when, when they were a joke. We can all say that it was, but the Niners have a much better defense. But oh yeah, they the, do. The fact of the matter is, are they haven't been worn out when you think about it? Because they have a good run defense. Usually, right. when you when you when you pass a lot, you don't wear a defense out like you do when you throw a lot. Or yeah, when you pass a lot, you don't run a defense out like when you run a lot. But Patrick Mahomes might throw like a little quick little two yarder here. And then he throws a 50-yard bomb, and then another 50-yard bomb, and then another 50-yard bomb. That's going to wear you out after a while. They know how to wear defenses out on the passing offense. So, sure, they have the Niners defense, in, but can they stop themselves from getting tired? Did the Niners and the Chiefs play during the regular season, or did they not play each other? I don't think so. I don't yeah, think, I don't think it's so. either as well. I don't either. I think that's well. The let's see who was the toughest Niners opponent all season. They played the Ravens, didn't they? The yeah, Fuzzy. that's probably it. Yeah, they played the Ravens. They played the Saints too. They and played the, the Seahawks Red twice. The Seahawks are always a tough team since yeah. that's division. So it, it's not Maybe like they haven't one. played good teams. But so have the Chiefs. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from the Chiefs either. I mean. Uh, this is honestly one of the stronger Super Bowls I feel like on paper in the past little while. Well, I mean, anything's going to be fucking better than last year. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, true. And, and like I told you guys, as soon as the Patriots got knocked out, it's like, oh, God, we finally have like a Super Bowl in a while that we just haven't completely hated one team. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can I can say that. I mean, some other people might, might disagree, but. Unless you listen to this pod all year, apparently you hate the 49ers. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I don't hate them. I just, I think they count. Okay. I say you didn't feel like they were cap early in the season when they were going on a tear. But not, you were giving me you, shit for not picking them. I was shit. Well, I was shitting on them, though. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're cap. I think they're at least. A oh, no, they finally proved me like wrong. They finally proved me wrong. I mean, I, I, I got to quit doubting them. 
At the at the very least, they're a fitted. And win or lose for what? Like, with this, I don't. I mean, I Kato, me and you didn't see this team going here. Whenever like we did our preseason predictions. Oh no, absolutely not. Not this. Not this early in the Shanahan. Was it like year two of Shanahan? Year two or three? Three. Year two. I'm almost certain it's year two. But it's year like, two with Garoppolo since uh, you know the injury. Right. I mean, a lot of people, nobody really picked them to be this good. No, not this year at all. Yeah, I, I, I definitely didn't see it coming. That's And that's why, like, it wasn't a thing of just hating on them. I was just like, shit, where's this coming from? I mean, if I would have told you, oh, after last year, the Chiefs are going to make it to the Super Bowl the next year, like, you, you, you would have took that bet. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. This is Shanahan's third season. He, he's His first season was 2017. Okay. Um, well, all right. So obviously the chiefs are going to pass the ball because that's what they do. They're totally unbalanced in that. Um, Facts. one of the best of the league passing, uh, and one of the worst in the league rushing and it hasn't hurt them at all. Uh, if you had to guess what the number one pass defense in the league was over the course of the, the regular season, I guess, cause the postseason rankings don't really mean anything cause you have less than half the league in there anyway, but right. number one passing defense in the league was the Niners. Surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> but, does that mean? I mean, I think most people would have guessed it's the Patriots that everyone talked about both those two defenses for most of the year. And the, the Patriots reason... didn't play anybody for the first yeah, the Patriots. Yeah. I'm about to say, let, let, let I agree. I agree. Defense again. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. But their secondary was very good and they had a ton of turnovers, at least in the secondary. But I think the reason their 49ers passing numbers are as low as they are is because more of their pass rush than their secondary. I mean, Richard Sherman definitely helps, but that's the well, one thing that's a big variable when it comes to Super Bowls like this, where you have this high-octane passing offense. If you have players that can get to the quarterback and rush the passes, that could really mess up the offense for the Chiefs. Well, and didn't the... Um, if I'm not mistaken, the Niners have had a really good turnover percentage too, haven't they? On the season, like uh, their turnover differential on the season was plus four. Um, so I wouldn't say it's outrageously good, but uh, but that doesn't take into account field position and where they're getting the turnovers, unfortunately. No, it does not. Because if they're getting a lot of turnovers in the opponent's end of the field. Um, so on the season total, they had, including the postseason, 32 turnovers. So that's interceptions and fumbles, which is up there in the league, but it's not leading the league. Hmm. What I can say after finally watching this team, like in the like postseason now, I'm talking about the Niners, I get what everyone's saying. It's like, oh god, they're just fast. This is a fast team, fast, fast, fast. And I'm like, you know what? It's not. It's not hype anymore. They're definitely going to get a turnover in this game. I can say that with confidence. Oh, I feel like Bosa is going to have a – if Bosa can get through the O-line, there's going to be a problem. That's going to be – I feel like that's got to be one of the keys to victory for the uh, Chiefs is containing Bosa. Facts. I think they do. I think they do. But can you stop all four of them? Because I mean, there's, they rotate five defensive linemen, so they usually rush four on like third and longs and stuff. Uh, if they pay more attention to Bosa or D Ford or whoever else, someone's going to be able to get through. I think they stop I mean, Bosa. 
Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say Mahomes is going to be running for his life, but at the same time, too, like, they're going to get to him. No. I think what a lot of people fail to realize is mm-hmm. that's the game plan, is Mahomes running for his fucking life. Look at his completion percentage in the pocket versus on the run. You get him rolling out and running, he's almost always going to complete that pass, at least the majority of the time. He low-key likes it, actually. Now that you bring it yeah. up. And, like, I mean, can you guys ever remember seeing somebody, like, he's right-handed, correct? I think so. Like, running to their left and then can just throw crossbody like he can. Literally the best. And it's weird because, like, it used to be not nothing like that. But it's definitely gotten a lot more popular here in the last couple of years as far as you look at Mahomes. I think up there with Mahomes is Wentz, Dak, Jackson, maybe one or two others. Their completion percentage in the pocket is eh. But when you get them rolling out, they're in their 80s. That's which is crazy. insane to think about. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, there's definitely something to be said about that, too, when it comes to their rushing potential there also. I mean, that yeah. that big electrifying, electrifying play in the championship game for Mahomes was that run. And the only reason I think he was able to hold it for as long as because he has the threat of the pass and he's able to turn that field, keeps things spread out. I don't know. Uh, I did run across one interesting statistic uh, in the past week. Um, of the past 15 years, every team that has made it to the Super Bowl that has had more than 55 sacks on the season has won the Super Bowl. Um, the Broncos in 2015, Giants 2011, Packers 2010, Steelers 2018, or to 2008 Giants 2007 Steelers 2005 I think that there's something to be said for that which I, I can speak definitely for those Giants games the reason they're able to stop Tom Brady is because they able to put pressure on him no granted that's exactly the same argument you're making though because Tom mm-hmm. Brady wasn't going to leave the pocket so there's definitely a different potential there when it comes to the quarterback but it's an interesting you stat, put Tom Brady you put Tom Brady running to the end zone now I'm taking a 92 year old world war veteran <laughs> 1917 let's go <laughs> that's world war one I'm, I'm just saying I'm, I'm taking i'm taking one of those dudes every time brady running any day of the week and now that i'm, I'm taking looking, austin running yeah yeah i would take me running. you know you know that video of that old veteran at kansas university running yeah he's that just guy. like I take him <laughs> really trying hard just to keep up any sort of pace that's who i'm taking over brady <laughs> I would take Peyton Manning running over Brady running. Whoa, whoa! All right, well, at least that I would last take example. Fletcher Cox running over Brady. Who? Fletcher, Fletcher Cox. Cox. I know y'all saw his fat ass running in the Pro Bowl. I, I'm telling you, I didn't watch that. Joint. I saw like little clips on Twitter, and that's about it. I saw that highlight. He he was dying to get rid of that ball. <laughs> He definitely uh, went James back Harrison to the... in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Yeah. Definitely went back to the sideline and got some oxygen there. Hey, Brad, bees like that. Um, I guess... Uh, y'all want to go ahead and do picks in order? Who wants to go first? I'm down. Uh, I'll, fuck, I'll go. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to take Chiefs by three points. Like that? Uh, Jack? 
Uh, it's hard. I obviously logic says take the Chiefs, but I think I'm going to take the Niners. and need need a score. Uh, Niners by two. That two's a safety. <laughs> Could be. Beto, I'm gonna save you for last. Um, I'm going for the Chiefs. Like when the, whenever the playoffs started, I mean, we didn't exactly say, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna do this, this, and this." You know, like a bracket. But I had the Seahawks and the NFC. I got that wrong. But I had the Chiefs and the AFC, so I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs, and I'm gonna have them by four. All right, KSP, last one of the year. Oh, I know y'all hear it. I know y'all read it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna do exactly what Mookie did. Going back to the, um, going back to the episode that we had before the season started. I think what was that? July, August. Um. Obviously, we had some picks wrong. Like my season-ending power rankings, I had the Rams third. Um, I had the Colts fifth. But I think the worst thing was I had the Cowboys as high as nine. Jesus. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he had to get it off. I, 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 I really it's did. Fair. I really did. I, it's absolutely fair, though. But I got half of my prediction right. I ended it with Kansas City being my top, my number one in the power rankings, and New Orleans being my number three or being my number two. Um, I really thought it was going to be a Chiefs-Saints Super Bowl. I'm not upset that it's not um, because my ultimate want is if the Eagles can't win it, I would I, – I really He deserves it. Say it. To get he it. deserves it. I really want Andy Reid to get it. And like I said, the, the sentiment is that the Chiefs are going to run them over, but anytime there's a sentiment that someone's going to get blown out, that's never the case. What I think happened – is that they heard our episode because I had the San Francisco 49ers at 19th on that list <laughs> with them finishing 6 and 10 with Garoppolo is back and Kittle is emerging. <laughs> did y'all Okay, yo, on the road, did y'all hear what Kittle said his pregame warm-ups are or his pregame ritual is? I didn't I'd love so to hear it. He goes into the locker room, pukes, then puts his helmet on and bangs it into a concrete his head into a concrete wall. He pukes before that. Yes. <laughs> um that's that. what I call white boy fun. That's what I call a CTE. <laughs> hey, George Fernandez. Anyway. Fish face, we got a bag of dicks. That's what I call it. Um, God, and that's the thing. It's difficult because both teams, I think, are really going to put up the kind of fight that we expect them to. And while there's a feeling in me that the 49ers might just pull it out, yeah. for the love of Andy, I have to go with the Chiefs. So they were my pick to start with. You can ask Mook. They were my yeah. pick to start with. We, we both like well, I said we both liked them. They were my pick to win to start with. They got fucking shorted last year. Um, I knew they were going to come back this year and actually do something. I got the Chiefs. I'm going to say the Chiefs by 10. 
and Andy Reid going to win that first ring like he deserves, and he going to get two cheeseburgers. <laughs> two, th- two times yeah. what? Two times what? Eleven D seven. Shit. <laughs> Goddamn about a seven. <laughs> but yeah, I got Chiefs by ten. The KSP thirty one twenty one Chiefs to your Super Bowl champions. Let's ride it. What if this is the one he gets right? What if this is it? I mean, 31-21, I feel like it's a very reasonable for these two teams. I mean, he's been hot, like, going into the playoffs. He's been hot, like, I mean. He damn near hit that Panther-Saints one. That shit pissed me off. <laughs> Y'all laughed at me for saying 42 points. No, who, 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 wait, wait, who points. laughed? Who laughed, sir? I, I watched my team. I don't. I don't know that other team. You know, really, I don't know her. But. Bitch, you cap. Knock it off. Hey, I would be surprised if San Francisco's held the twenty-one. That's all I'll say. I, I could definitely see the Chiefs winning, though. So, guys, I got another part of this podcast because you know. So before I get in that uh, little quick thought or whatever, um, I told old girl, you know, oh yeah, we're cheering for the Chiefs or whatever because that's why I'm picking everything, and she was like, oh okay. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's because they got Mahomes, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, I like him. And then she discovered what Jimmy Garoppolo looks like, so I'm worried. Is that no, quarterback that's to worry about? <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know, everyone else goes to their other podcast for like, um, isn't the day before they're doing the NFL honors, as they're calling them? Yeah. You know, you go to your other podcast for, oh, yeah, you know, NFL honors and who should get MVP and offensive player of the year and defense. No, no, no. You know what you come to this live from the nosebleeds? You know what you come to don't bite your tongue from for? What? Tell them what they come for, Mookie. The opposite of that. We're doing the complete opposite of MVP. You know, offensive player of the year, defense, all of that. So, I'm going to pull this up. And I'm going to go first order just to help y'all out a little bit. So, who is, is it GM one of them? Or own? Oh, no, fuck it. Start off with owner. Who's the owner you'd least like to have? Ugh. And the I'm Saints. going. Wait, 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 wait. Like, I'm about to, let, 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 me, let me go first. Let me go first. I'd be forgetting my man's. Oh no, no, no! It's popping back in my head now. Dan Schneider. I'm gonna disagree. Who's yours? The Saints owner, because Dan Schneider may be a bumbling idiot and a moron, but he didn't try to help cover up child abuse. Oh jeez, is that what you said last week? Yes, that's what happened with the Saints. Their owner is like devoutly Catholic and was using official NFL like public relations and emails like people with the team to try to help the diocese in New Orleans cover up child abuse. So, uh, yeah, that beats uh, Dan Snyder for me. Is that why Keto sent us that uh, TikTok or whatever? No, that's just Keto being stupid. Uh, That's Jack, just Keto being ignorant. Jack, you want to go next? I'm going to save the best for last. Uh, I mean, one of the ones that's been pretty bad as of recently and is also not going to get better, just like Dan Snyder, uh, the, the Browns. Has them. Oh, yeah. 
He's not doing them any favors. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, man. Everybody got a new coach, man. Well, any, anyone better than Soup Kitchens? Our new tight ends coach. Hey, oh, yeah. I was say, didn't he end up going to the Giants? Yeah, he's got Mississippi State connections with Joe Judge. The most random fucking pick of head coach. <laughs> I told Jack last episode. That sounds like a male porn star. It sounds like a baseball name. Yeah, it's Google. it's way too close to Aaron uh, Judge. Yeah, exactly. No, Google Google his name, and I bet you the first person that pops up before him, well, maybe him now, but the first person at one point would be Judge Joe Brown. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all. Safe search on or off. <laughs> Keto, the GM you don't this want. Is, this is the... Wait, mm. GM or owner? Oh, it's going to be owner. My fault. Owner. I don't know GM's good enough. I'm about to say, that. I don't need. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. That's why we on the spot, baby. I ain't want to tell y'all anything. Look, I promise I ain't even thought of mine. I literally just like was like, okay, fuck it. We're we gonna go through this. Well, it depends on what from what aspect. When you talk about success wise, obviously you have to talk about Dan Snyder. When you talk about interference, and yes, he has gotten better, but when you talk about like interfering owners, Jerry Jones, when you talk about just shitty fucking people, the Saints owner. Hmm. So I mean if you if you have to pick one though. Success drives sales, which drives money. Dan Snyder. <laughs> oh, man. Next. Uh, you want to do defense or coach next, guys? Coach. Who wants to go first? Because I am thinking. I think I got one in mind. Well, but what's I'm... the question? The, 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 the like to have. There you go. Worst coach of the year. The opposite of MVP, Hunter. I ain't going first. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, it, think on this for a second. It, it's, a, it's an easy choice. Go ahead. It go, I mean, I don't know how you guys don't see it. I've I got mean, one in mind now. Yeah, I do too. I mean, we could, we could, we could low key call this the Jeff Fisher coach of the year. <laughs> God forbid if he was coaching. Seven and nine coach of the year. <laughs> so my candidates are definitely between Freddie Soup Kitchens. Austin, I'm sorry, and Jack, I'm sorry too, because it's your guy now too. No, no. Jason Garrett. Oh, <laughs> well, well, I mean, I, he's he's up there. Mm, Cliff Kingsbury don't count. That team was supposed to be bad. But the, and they actually were better than expectations. Yeah, and I think that's Kyler. But I mean, who knows? We'll see. Well, yeah, but I mean, still, they were predicted for four and four wins with Kyler, and they outperformed. So, I think it's got to be Soup Kitchens. For me, I mean, we talked about. I mean, like they cannot get the Browns. Like everybody was just, oh, the Browns, man. Like, I mean. At one point, people were saying Super Bowl. All right, I got one. Delaney Walker. They are who we thought they were. 2019, colorized. (laughs) (laughs) Got a point. Got a point. Let's go next. 
I, I, I already said mine. I'm going Jason Garrett, the team that was favored to go to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year and just did not make any kind of adjustments at all all season. And eight and eight with one of the most talented rosters in recent history with the Cowboys. And this cost him his job, Jason Garrett. What the hell was I listening to where somebody was like, man, they brought Jason Witten back just to go eight and eight. He, I mean, he had to get out of that booth. He didn't really have a choice. Yeah, regardless. <laughs> it, it was like an opt-out plan for his own possible potential <laughs> celebrity. I mean, some people aren't good. I mean, you know, personalities or whatever. I mean, what, he had yeah, a like, try again clause. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wait, wait, save him, save him, save him, save him. <laughs> um, Jack, your pick. I'm gonna go with Adam Gase. Ooh. <laughs> How many dolphins <laughs> do we have to see come out of Miami after that shit show and It'd be, be better. successful <laughs> at, at the same, at the same time. Now he's what been in the jets for two years, offensive coach. And the only thing good about the teams, the defense. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Ain't none of that wrong. Adam Gase. Keto. Keto. No disrespect. But you could say Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. Okay. They had OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Miles Garrett. Who else? Baker was mediocre at best. Nick Chubb. I'm I'm glad someone finally said it. Cool. Nick Chubb. But, again, I didn't expect them to be good because they picked up however many decent players. I don't think OBJ adds anything to the locker room. On-field talent, sure. Off-field off locker room cancer, 110%. So he could be a candidate. I don't think he gets it. Adam yeah. Gase is definitely up there. Holy shit. I completely forgot about him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think we already have Joe Judge warming up and stretching for next week. Wow. Um, wow. He hasn't, I mean, even been, he hasn't even had the doing, job yet. <laughs> He's doing he's doing stretches with a fanny pack on like he's ready. But he's a special teams coach. Again, no disrespect, but I have to go with Austin. You have Dak Prescott. You paid you, you paid Zeke Elliott millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to be the phenomenal running back he is. You have Amari Cooper. You picked up Randall Cobb who was a great second option in Green Bay. I mean, and played phenomenal this year in Dallas. played phenomenally. You, have, good year. you still have a top three offensive line in the entire league. You have everything that Jerry Jones, everything that you asked for, Jerry Jones gave you just about. I mean, even defensive side of the ball. I'm not going to mention Demarcus Lawrence because I think he talked a lot of shit this offseason just to get five, five sacks, but... You, you had, had Robert Quinn. Talent. Yeah, you have all this fucking talent, and you went eight and eight. Again, now uh, it can be biased because I'm not a Cowboys fan in the slightest. But if the uh, scripts had been flipped, and it was Jason Garrett or Peterson for the, it would still be him. You had all this talent, and you flopped. So I got to go Jason Garrett, not because of, oh, my God, they had a shitty team. 
but you made nothing out of something. Yeah, Jerry Jerry Jones built everything you could possibly want for a Super Bowl contender, and you went eight and eight. But to be fair, you came out woefully underprepared in the win and end game against Philadelphia. (laughs) Yeah, Mike Mike McCarthy makes this team scary. And everything he's been doing, I'm happy about. Yeah, at least that's what I think. But then again, everything he's been doing, my only out, my only out of hope is everything he's been doing. And granted, he didn't have any experience before, but everything he's been doing is the exact same shit Chip Kelly did when he first got to Philly. So I'm like, oh my God, here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I've been saying all season or whatever, man, the Cowboys at one point literally had were like, I'd call home and everything. Hey, how's dad going? Huh? He's, he don't really want to talk. You know, the Cowboys going through it. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But I'll never forget you, Skate Skip Bayless, you bitch ass showing up in a muscle shirt after starting off three and zero against Miami. <laughs> bitch I mean, ass. Honestly, even if the Cowboys made the playoffs, Jason Garrett still might would have been my pick for losing to the Jets with that team. Oh my God, I will never, I will never forget that soundbite at the beginning of the intro then following episode. But to be fair, I think we all agreed early on. This was the period, most period, inconsistent period season that we have ever seen in our lives. Out of Dallas, absolutely, or just out, the out, of, the, out of the whole. entire league. Yeah, oh yeah, there was a lot of I don't weird, disagree. A lot of weird games. Like, like you said, okay. Shit, didn't the Cardinals beat um, a good team? Was it the Cardinals Seahawks beat the Seahawks? The Niners. Yeah. yeah, Cardinals beat the Seahawks. Okay, was, they, was the Seahawks. they played okay. the Niners close a time or two. Yeah, the first game for sure. And then the Eagles went out and beat Green Bay. They held the Patriots to seventeen points and then lost to the Dolphins. Who Cincinnati get a one win against? Uh, huh? The Ravens. No. Or no, I'm sorry, Baltimore beat the Ravens. Browns. No, 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 no. The Browns are, beat the Ravens. Are you having good. a stroke? <laughs> There's a strong <laughs> chance of that. <laughs> One of those AFC North teams. Yeah, they beat the, the Jets, was, and then bleep. they beat the Browns. Um, if, if y'all are good, I got the next category thought up. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. Most, okay, comment, I mean, not com- commentary booth you would least like to hear. I feel like I don't want to put it on any of you guys. I think this might be the first clean sweep. It's got to be ESPN. My man Booker and Joe yeah. uh, Tessator. <laughs> I mean, we've done Booger's greatest hits on this on this pod week by week. Yeah, definitely the Monday night squad. Tessator definitely adjusted somewhat to the season, but his weird hype level at just mundane plays, just that alone, but then you couple with Booger. <laughs> but what you're going to try to see here is they're going to hand the ball, and he's going to do what's called running. But oh, really, Booger? I think they should go for a quarterback kneel on this play. Like, wait, what? 
on fourth down. <laughs> I mean, is that a confirmed uh, clean sweep? Yeah, no, I, I don't have any argument. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> the Tony Romo booth is still my favorite booth. Oh, he's 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 legendary. Isn't ESPN trying players. to throw a ton of money at him? I've heard. Yes. Well, you don't like Tony Romo in the booth because he can't break his collarbone up there. I'm very happy about that, Pat. <laughs> his shot's fired on this. God knows. Mm. Um, I have a thought before I get to least defensive player. Um, do you guys want to do most disappointing team? Uh, Browns. <laughs> I mean, based on the preseason hype, that's not a bad pick. I mean, it's, it's Browns or Dallas for me. I'm about to say, who's in the competition between Dallas, Cleveland, and is Jacksonville in there or no? Nah, I wouldn't put Jacksonville in there. I mean, considering how they played with Minshew for a while, I think they exceeded expectation. Yeah, absolutely. Minshew came in and uh, they did all right for running a backup rookie quarterback. No, I I think it's got to be between uh, Dallas and Cleveland and Dallas. Yeah. I guess I'm going to go with no offense, Austin. You know, not trying to come at Dallas, man. Like, I mean, I'm right there with you, dude. Everything we said about Garrett, same thing pertains here. I mean, if I was a neutral fan, I might lean more towards uh, uh, Cleveland. But because I pulled for Dallas and had such high hopes, like Dallas is the most disappointing for me. It's just a complete letdown. But on the upside, they might have been super disappointing, but it got rid of Jason Garrett. So, silver linings. Go go 10 steps back, uh, two forward. Yeah, essentially that's what happened. Uh, Jack? <laughs> what was the Chargers record last year? Um, 11 and 5. Ooh, <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot. We forgot about... um. <laughs> Did y'all see uh, Chargers have uh, officially moved on from Phillip Rivers? Yeah. So did, he, so did he. He moved away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he moved to, like, Florida or something. Yeah. Phillip Rivers to the Dolphins? I'm trying to look up there. Um, well, I thought the Dolphins said they're trying to bring back Fitzmagic, which that's its own I thing. Mean, he's, yeah, he's in his 40s or late 30s or something by now, I think. At least, yeah. I'm trying to look up, like – their past couple seasons records, but it wasn't that long ago. They were, I mean, I, I think the past two seasons, they had good winning records. This season was awful. Like 12 and four, bro. They were good last year. They have, yeah. they haven't been good since they were in San Diego. Pretty much. Yes. I forgot about them. I mean, shit, when's the next time we see, uh, Phillip Rivers, uh, Friday night tykes. <laughs> Let's you. <laughs> he just starts coaching his own football team of his kids. Philip Rivers. Oh, community yeah. College. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were twelve. Also known as year. NC State. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Let me go off real quick or whatever because state fans. If you guys have not heard that last episode, Tario talk. I want that same energy. We went into y'all place. With half the team hurt. Go listen to it if you haven't. But go ahead, Jack. I'm sorry. 
No, you're fine. Yeah, twelve and four to five and eleven. Uh, it's got to be the the opposite of the 49ers this year, going from four and twelve last year to what thirteen and three. Yes. Yeah. That's no one expected that kind of a, a fall off. Like the, the only thing that they're missing on the roster was their one safety. Um, I can't remember his name now. He's out. Derwin James. Yes. Yeah. It's like you lose one safety, your whole team tanks. I don't know what's up with that. Shout out, uh, what's my man named? The running back who like tried to hold out no, and then go and work. Yes. We forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I there's never been a holdout that's gone so poorly for anyone ever. I mean, Eckler was one of the best players in the league while he was gone. In terms of production. Touchdowns, yards, he was up there with all the leaders through all the Russian categories. So, yeah, good luck on that paycheck. Right. Mm. Like, yeah, I, would, I, I think Chargers okay. could definitely be in the conversation for discipline. Yeah, you got a voice. I forgot as all many Charger things. rants as we had. Oh, my God. Go back and listen I mean, to that classic episode. The Bears tanked from last season, too, but they finished even at 8-8, eight and eight, going for 12-4. and four. So, yeah. yeah. Can I, can oh, I the pick? Bears could be a big, a pretty big disappointment, too. Can I, what can I get my pick in? Yeah. Go, go ahead, Beto. This is what hurts. Because I hear the Chargers. Okay. I hear the Bears. Yeah. I hear the Cowboys even. Yeah. Okay. There's an argument there. There is a team so disappointing that y'all motherfuckers forgot about them. I already did. Oh my God. Is it going to be the Reds? The Los Angeles Rams went to the fucking Super Bowl. Oh shit. Austin, what do you call them? The Shams. <laughs> they went to the Super Bowl, and we're going to talk about most disappointing. They oh, were out of the playoffs man. by week 15. Yeah, that's true. They are by far the most disappointing. By far. I, yeah, the Rams could definitely Curry be in looks there. looks like Jim Brown now. I think... The record in the year doesn't look as bad as it would, but yeah, considering how dynamic they looked last year comparatively, their offense was completely different. It didn't didn't function at all in the same yeah, way. No, no offense, they got they got two they got they had two games against the Cardinals. So shit. That's how they finished above five hundred. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. No, mm. that's definitely that's definitely a great pick. Shout out Kettle coming in with the heater right there. Oh boy! Any final thoughts about that before the next category? God, no, man, that was fucking Rams. <laughs> oh man! Shout out my homie Jalen, who was like, "I need to quit taking shots at his team," and I was just like, "I mean, bro, his what, team what, needs to stop like being a target." That's it. I mean, we wouldn't talk about it if it wasn't the case. Right. Point differential from the Rams. Good went from 143 plus to 30 plus and just point differential alone. Damn. Mm. Well, and not to mention they lost to the Cowboys. And that was later in the year, too, wasn't it? Yeah. After the Cowboys had already kind of like, you know, shit the fucking bed. But thankfully, NFC East kept them in it. Quote, won the division. Oh, man. Mm. Uh, next category. I like, I, I'm enjoying What's this. Up? I said I'm enjoying this. I'm ready. 
<laughs> um, next one. Now this is gonna be a little Look, bit. Shout out Mookie though, honestly. This is good. This is good. I, I, yeah. I told you, I, I thought of this a couple of weeks ago, and I had mentioned it to Keto, but I honestly had forgotten. It was like, oh, no. I was like, we ain't going to have much to talk about Super Bowl. It's only one game. I was like, I, we got to get something to keep the people intrigued for this episode. And then when I thought about NFL Awards, I'm like, oh, yes, that, that, but opposite. Now, these next two might be a little bit different, but I've gotten my two just thinking of them like on the spot. The least defensive player, and I'm going to go first <laughs> to maybe help you guys a little bit because if you guys will remember, this dude didn't want to play for his team to the point he was, like, using childbirth for, like, he, he low-key took maternity leave. <laughs> Don't do this today. Oh, I know who it is. To not play. Do it. Got, got do straight it. into the shams, and it was getting burned and got put and almost got in a fight with uh, Marcus Peters. It's got to be Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> Jalen Shamsey. Oh, yeah, Jalen Shamsey. Absolutely, I, I think uh, I think that could be one. Defense, my be my least defensive player of the year. I can Bro, agree with that. I can agree with that. To, like, I mean, that was supposed to remember that was supposed to be the like. That was supposed to be the dude who was going to get this team over the top and off this, like, you yeah, they were a, That was a win-now trade. Facts, bro. The Rams – make the playoffs. How do you make a win-now trade with the fucking 49ers in your conference or your division? Like, you're not. But, no, nah, I've got mine uh, for defense. Uh Mine's going to be Miles Garrett with the helmet slam. <laughs> it's hard to play defense when you're suspended. That's for sure. Exactly. That was, like, that was definitely more offensive. Yeah. Very talented <laughs> player who just boneheaded, stupid decision. Low key, he could be on like, if we like player most likely to be in the uh, UFC or some shit. They don't allow weapons there. Be, that's, that's, that's some pro wrestling shit. That's got oh, XFL written all over it. <laughs> oh, I like that, Jack. I like that. I'm keeping that in mind. Hey, we have to do an XFL episode. At least one. When does it start? Uh, week oh. after the Super Bowl. Oh, shit. That's hey, awesome. Jack and Keto, let me get y'all picks or whatever, and I got the next one already thought of. All right, I, I can go real quick. Um I like both those picks. I got to give a honorable mention to uh, Xavier Rhodes. That dude was a lockdown corner, and he absolutely sucked this year to the point where, like, you could just see it on the sidelines. His teammates weren't having it with him at all. <laughs> Who did he play for? He's a Viking. And a Vikings. Viking. Okay. I was trying to remember, and I just for the fucking life of me couldn't. He was, like, up there in talk last year with the Jalen Ramseys of the world. And yeah, he got burned. I, if, if I could find next gen stats, it would be, it would be bad. <laughs> All right. Kidda. Dude, I don't, I'm not usually that guy, you know, I'm usually the one that finds the off the wall picks and the yes. picks nobody really thinks of. Mm-hmm. How do you not pick Jalen Ramsey? <laughs> bro, oh, I, mean, ma- I forgot about the maternity league. It's been so long ago. That was like September, October, bro, correct? The way I see it is shit. Preseason, low key, they got into a he got into a fight with somebody, didn't he? The coach. 
Like, he was about you spent all season trying your best to not play defense in Jacksonville. I mean, you just didn't fucking play. You finally get traded, and you still don't play defense. And on top that of that, the Rams didn't go anywhere because it was eleven on ten. It was 11 on 10 the entire fucking game, no matter what it was. It's not that the dude didn't play defense. He didn't want to. He didn't keep himself in shape. And then by the time he got traded, how was he prepared? He wasn't. The dude's a fucking shame, and he's embarrassing himself. He needs to take this entire offseason, maternity leave, recalibrate, rethink, and then come back next year. But as far as least defensive, dude, 110% has to be Jameis Winston. Or not Jameis Winston, Jalen Ramsey. It's an easy slip. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> understandable. Wait, hold on. Almost... hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is the next category the most? Wait, wait. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Well, no, no. Um. Offense was about to be next, but I got one before offense. Unless y'all want to do offense now, and I have, I could do the one after that. I mean, I this is up. defense related. We'll just stay on defense. I mean, it, that was like, oh, you mean like team defense? The next or, one, or the your like next the one. most, like most, if like if we were doing most defensive player, my pick. Can I can I can I give my pick? I mean, you, yeah, go ahead. Shit, I have, I'm having to take something for this if one. If we're doing most defensive, it is Jamius Winston. <laughs> you know how many? You know how many cornerbacks? I, I had, I had, a, I had him for a different one. But that's you know me. how many cornerbacks this man was chasing after? <laughs> At least thirty. <laughs> he played better defense than half the defenders for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But yeah, Jalen Ramsey, a hundred and ten percent. I mean, the dude's a fucking clown. Not as much of a clown as other clowns. Wink, wink. But he's a clown, <laughs> Mr. Big Clown. <laughs> but before we get to that one, the one I just thought of, or whatever. Shout out, Jack. You just met. You just inspired me on the spot. Player most likely to be in the XFL. Ooh, I'm gonna go first. I'm sorry. I mean, y'all might help me change my mind, but my initial pick right now, off the top of the dome. And it's my guy to money making Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> the legend. <laughs> money making Mitch, man. I mean, yo, he was like, but before those last, like, what, two games, maybe, how I, we were bashing him. Like, I told you, I, I follow, shout out First Black Champ, shout out the other stuff, or whatever, like, who are Bears fans, podcasts I listen to and everything. They're, they went from like, y'all, this is my man. I'm defending him or whatever to like, man, I, I, I can't even say nothing about our quarterback. That video of him crying on the sideline. Damn. Jalen Ramsey did it better. <laughs> um, Austin? Uh, yeah, I'm probably just going to stick with the. Miles Garrett here, I guess, because I don't see him oh, get. I don't see him getting back into the league anytime soon. He'll have to make it uh, to the end of the year. I tripping, tripping. No, I'm pretty sure it was an indefinite. 
Uh, I thought it was like six games. It was. Yeah. It was. It'll be a training game. camp. I thought it was Montez rest of the season and then. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yes, yeah, that's yeah. my pick. That's my pick. Is perfect. Yeah, I forgot all about him. Oh, perfect God. for the XFL. Watch out! Watch out! Perfect's got the chair. I, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, Vince needs to bring him out for WrestleMania. Does that like have have him hit like Brock Lesnar with a chair shot or something? He starts breaking off stadium seats. There's no folding <laughs> chairs around. He picks up a bench on the sideline. Um, Jack, your your pick. Well, I, you know, like nicknames are a big deal in the XFL. It's kind of like what it was originally. He hates me. Big thing. Yes, sir. So maybe we can. <laughs> he hates me. Maybe, <laughs> I forgot about that. Maybe we can finally make Hawaiian Tim Couch a real thing. Oh, Mariota. <laughs> oh, Mariota to the XFL. That's no, a I, great pick. I think it could be. Yeah. He yeah. definitely does a job next year. That's for sure. Wait, Hawaiian Tim Couch or Hawaiian Aaron Rodgers with the beard? Ooh, I haven't seen a picture of him with the beard. Oh, God, I gotta Bro, see if I can find it. It is the most depressing fucking thing you'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> he, look, like, he looks like his girl just found out who um, Jimmy Garoppolo, like, what J- Jimmy Garoppolo looks like. He's if been drinking until this day. If stale tobacco off of a photo, it's him. Yes. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I, I like that. That was a great pick, man. Oh, my God. That is a solid pick. I wonder who you <laughs> got. <laughs> well, I did a lot of thinking. Oh, yeah. I wanted to pick Mariota. But I was like, no. The XFL is new, and I don't think they want to have that reputation of the graveyard for former like NFL stars. For sure. I got Mariota to the Bears anyway. Um, <laughs> y'all said this right, right now. Here. My number one pick to go to the XFL because he won't be able to find the spot anywhere. Yes, and his talents just suit the XFL better. Josh Rosen. I oh. Forgot. Oh my god! That's got to be like the worst two-year career. Possible, bro. You went from a lot. He went from a lottery pick to you can't even get time over Fitz Magic, a old aging Fitz Magic, but Magic nonetheless. I mean, he showed out towards the end. That's probably He's... more Brian Flores than him. I don't know. <laughs> and if not, if if not Rosen, and this might be another hot take. Go ahead, because I gotta have an honorable mention. Go ahead. But if not Rosen, and it might sound crazy, but no. tell me this couldn't play out. Antonio Brown. Yeah. If he avoids jail somehow. Yeah, that, that's also – I just well, saw he got taken off house arrest. He's good. No, he just has to meet with, like, the court every day or something. Yeah. They only play once a week. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, look, but I'm about to say Keto knows about this on the reason the basketball too. Contavious Caldwell Pope was playing on house arrest last year for the Lakers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know if he still had the thing on his leg or not, but he was like dead ass, like as soon as the game was over, he had to go back home. You know, like, Epstein got like Epstein even got under a, house oh. arrest, they will make exceptions for work. Facts. Yeah. 
Yeah, it just like, happened to work but, as a basketball player. But you got to imagine they had to take the, like that off. Like, can you imagine trying to play ball with that on your leg? Bro, ain't nobody blocking you. <laughs> you know, they let um, Epstein out of jail to go to work, right? Whoa. <laughs> 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 it's that type of episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, last day, we'll get to the next topic. My honorable mention, though, um, we just talked about him. Melvin Gordon. Mm. I mean, shit. <laughs> would, you, could, would you be shocked? He'll find a job. He's just not going to make the money he wants to make. And I think he's accepted that now, too. Yeah. It's got to be humbling. Shit, it better be. You wasted all of our time. <laughs> Uh, the only one, other, the only other one I could think of for a good nickname is Old Duck Hodges, just duck on the back of the jersey. Devlin Duck Hodges, quack. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe my picks were just podcast greatest hits. I don't know. Hey man, <laughs> we like it. I do. I don't know. I think duck, I think Duck may uh, may have a career in the NFL yet. I said shit. Is he? I mean, he might be better than um, who's the dude um starting to hit him Dolph. earlier? Yeah, our, our career third stringers, I think. Um, uh, is it what's name still in the league? The dude from he played quarterback for Mizzou. That's that's been everywhere. McCown. No, you don't. Know talk- oh, Blaine Gabbert. Disrespect McCown. No, not like Blaine Gabbert he's, either. He's played everywhere. Now Blaine Gabbert went to like Michigan and then Arkansas. Um, Did you know Blake Gabbert was a top ten pick? Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I had no clue. I'm mad I can't think. Of, oh, um, Chase Daniel. There we go. He's like a lifetime, like second and third stringer. He played better than. Ooh, ooh. Can I throw? Can I throw yeah. one more uh, XFL, XFL pick? Hit us, bro. Orlando Scandrick. Fucking Yo, bomb, bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> I forgot. I just wanted to hear Hunter rage. <laughs> I could, I could see it though. Like, I feel like he's probably not wanting to be done with football, but he definitely doesn't have NFL level skills. I was gonna say, how old is he now? I don't know. He's bitch years old. <laughs> bitch years old. I hate it. <laughs> As bad as it sounds, which I know, like, y'all ain't going to have no clue what I'm talking about, but maybe the listeners might, well, a, a portion of them. Only reason I even knew about dude besides being on the Cowboys at one point was he was dating a chick off um, Basketball Wives. How your girl made more money than you, Orlando? Low key. <laughs> and she got a, she got a, a fans, she got a only, uh, fans only page or whatever, so they're banking. Ooh. So she ain't your girl. She the world's girl. <laughs> she belongs to the tour. streets. She belongs to the streets. There's a couple uh, of those, her? though. Tom Brady's wife makes a ton of money. Jay Cutler's wife makes a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Very, very cavalier. Unfortunately, I had to watch last week. Good Lord. <laughs> I was saying, but, uh, so what's our uh, next category here? <sighs> next category. We're almost to the end. I don't have so many more thoughts. Um... Off least offensive player. Now I have. I mean, this is. I mean, maybe, maybe one A, one B. Okay. And that's between Antonio Brown and 
Oh, it hurts me to even say this. Odell Beckham. Ooh. And now, I think Odell Beckham, not just like, I mean, no numbers aside, numbers aside. I mean, he didn't even have good numbers, and he was hurt. Don't get me wrong. There was so the whole talking to, talking to other teams about, yo, come, <laughs> yo, come sign me. Come trade for me. All this and everything. I don't yeah, even care sad. about the LSU thing. People can bring that up. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. But I feel like Antonio Brown has to be the – I mean, my man – like, Keto had the rant. We all had the rant or whatever. He went from possibly being one of the – like, could have been one of the best receivers ever to literally dumbing himself out of the league. Like, you really hate to see it. For God's sakes, Marvin Harrison called a whole body and nobody talked about it. Y'all knew who I'm talking about for the Colts back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's because yeah, Harrison's like the nicest dude in the world. <laughs> Look, he was so quiet and caught a whole body in like, I mean, if he wasn't, I think he was already retired possibly, but like nobody talked about that shit. Still, everyone, all the teammates was like, oh, damn, we love him. He's a great guy. He comes to work, you know, last person to leave. Like, <laughs> But between Odell and Antonio Brown, but I, it's got to be Antonio Brown, man. Yeah, I think. I think that's got to be unanimous. He did everything in his power to not play football this year. I mean, it's almost most offensive. Talk about calling people crackers. <laughs> and, you know, all the text messages about, yeah, I did come on your back. <laughs> that was just and those weren't even the threats. Hey, man, me and Kato just got to say. Whole but lot I feel like they kind of were, too. Low key, yeah. low key, whole lot of money slept on track. Also. Yeah, Keto, t- t- tell them people how they feel about having a Bentley. I'm sitting here trying to take my kids to school, and she trying to finesse a Bentley. You can't drive no Bentley. This ain't your life. I'm telling you, when I that that guys that almost took me out the first time I caught that video. Like me and this man was in here crying, laughing after you left that one episode, Austin. Really? Just rewatching that video because I pulled it up on uh the TV. This ain't your life. I was like, wow, he really said that. I told you, it was already terrible. I mean, it was already terrible with the baby moms just, like, you know what I'm saying, directing that to her. But, like, the kids was, like, right there. Right. He really guess, said, fuck them kids. Like, that bothered me not only as a man, as an uncle with, you know, two nieces. Like, that, it bothered me, bro. Like, my God. Not going to be, like, super, Look, oh, yeah, my God, feelings hurt, Dalton guy. Sooner. Say what? I said you had to go home and have Andy Dalton spoon you back to sleep. You know what? <laughs> and on that though, <laughs> shoot me my ones. Uh, Jack, your pick. I mean, if I can, you know, honorable mention something. Keep it football in terms of disappointments. Muhammad Sanu. <laughs> I mean, is coming with it, yo. I mean, Patriots trying to make a big splash play to fill in some of the holes the receivers they have. Take what most people consider the time of trade a pretty decent receiver who also, you know, can throw the ball. They can do some interesting stuff with him. For the Patriots in eight games, he had 200 yards receiving, 207. Was he really winning for eight games? Yeah, eight eight games, half the season. Mm. Uh, In the postseason, he had five targets for one catch, 11 yards. I mean, he was supposed to really help their offense. And uh, I mean, we know how the Patriots season ended, but just from purely football, that was that was a a bad move, uncharacteristic for the Patriots. 
Yeah, one of the rare misses of Belichick's career. Especially in trades. Yeah. I told you conspiracy theory. He was doing it just to get Brady to retire. Well, another miss from the Patriots this season would have hanging on to Josh Gordon for so long. Yeah, I was looking at him too. Seattle, didn't he? Yeah, and then got suspended again or something. Yep. Mm. Damn, I think at this point, whatever, he just needs help for real, man. Like, not even trying to be funny. Like, jokes aside. Yeah, but people said that like two seasons ago. Guys got to want to help himself. I'm with you there. Put down the weed. A quote from the God. The God himself. I'd rather him do commentary than Booger. He's not. I, I mean, would listen, I'd listen to Stephen A. commentate again. Hell yeah, <laughs> that shit be lit. A Cowboys game? Yeah, I would. I would listen to it. Yeah, that'd be entertaining. Now, my so, man Jerry Jones. <laughs> for my pick, first off, before I get to my pick, let me just. I really want to applaud Jack for how he he announced Mohammed Sanu. You know, they picked up Mohammed Sanu because. They had to fill some holes they had at receiver when, in reality, they picked up Mohamed Sanu because they had to have a black dude at wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> they had to meet a quota. They it's had like, to meet, hey, yeah. Hey, the I wide told receiver Rooney rule. I told you. If, if we, if, if we would have switched out, if we would have switched out Edelman and Amendola, like Amendola ain't even on the team no more. If they would have brought him back and just put that like uniform on him, would would we have been able to tell? Let's keep it real. I mean, Amendola didn't have a bad year with the Lions. I, I, the Lions no, were the Lions, but he won't bad with them. Well, also, we wouldn't see Edelman on the field because Amendola would be hurt. <laughs> he do st- him and fucking Will Fuller, man. My God. Mm. But while Muhammad Sanu is a good pick, when we're talking least offensive, the whole time you guys are talking, I'm really sitting here thinking about my pick, and I'm like, yo. I, I mean, Jameis is like the easy one, but. No, it's not. I mean, sure. He led the league in passing. But 30 touchdowns. Yeah. But like, still, those picks, though, were kind of very unoffensive. Most offensive, or least offensive, or was it most offensive? You're, you're least offensive as far yeah, as, like, who would, you, like, who would you not want to have on your team? Least offensive, I really, really. Like, you heard the Eagles sign this dude. Who? Right, exactly. The least offensive, I, I truly want to go Hawaiian Tim Couch. Yeah. Damn. But Hawaiian Tim Couch got benched. Someone who has it, who had his opportunities. There's 32 teams in the league, and at one point he's 33rd and 34th in quarterback statistics. <laughs> Mitch yeah. Yeah. I, that's yeah. a good one. I mean, you you are trash, son. This is why you don't draft quarterbacks. Oh, God. From a basketball school. <laughs> I love how Moot just knew. Because I knew it was coming. It's like, I mean, he's, he's low-key got it. It's like, you wouldn't draft a quarterback from Cincinnati. I mean, just think of all the basketball schools. Connecticut. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kansas. If you're drafting oh, uh, Kansas. If, Kentucky. If you're drafting actually, but Tim Couch came from Kentucky. I was like, Kentucky won a bowl game this year, I think. Wait, Tim Couch yeah. or Hawaiian Tim Couch? Tim Couch. Hawaiian no, Hawaiian Tim Couch. Tim Couch Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Okay. But 
But no, if you're drafting a football player from UConn, you're an XFL team. And you need to fill out like a third string cornerback position. No, they'll just get all the quarterbacks that like don't make it from the league from the Big 12. Yeah, essentially. Because they don't play defense anyway. Facts. <laughs> I do feel like Trubisky was exposed a little bit too, just in terms of because there were so many backup quarterbacks that played this year that he had the opportunity to slide down that far in all the rankings for everything, and he sure as hell did. But you're also a starting quarterback. Number two overall pick. Right. You 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 were traded up. The Bears could have had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, when you think when you look at it in that way. You you can say that about a lot of people too though. I mean, everyone passed on Lamar this, this past year or two years ago, whatever, including the Ravens. They picked uh what's his name? Hayden Hurst over him. The tight end, like third string tight end. Yeah. I about to say, I, I, about to say, I am sending you guys something or whatever. I meant to send this send this earlier, but it's just like got back in my memory banks or whatever. Did you guys get the message? Uh, I haven't looked down yet because the uh, Rocket League. <laughs> I don't guys. see a message. Wow. Keto, you want to be the one to say it? In the 2016, there were draft picks oh. that were traded in 2016. Okay. With the draft picks traded. Oh, no. The Rams traded five <laughs> picks for the Titans' number one overall pick. The Rams draft drafted Jared Goff. The Titans, from bottom to top, drafted Jonu Smith, Corey Davis, Austin Johnson, Jack Conklin, and Derrick Henry. That's got to be one of the biggest <laughs> steals in recent memory. I mean, I would say so. I mean, I don't know Austin Austin Johnson. Is, is he a, a starter for them? But everyone else, for sure, is like top-tier Titans talent. <laughs> I just I, I called that like a, like a week ago on Twitter, and I was like, oh, man. Wow. Ooh. It's sheer disrespect. I mean, to to take, not take a guy like Derrick Henry instead, take a quarterback that can't play out of California, oof, outside of California, whatever. I guess I got the final one, but before that, tell me if this is like redundant or not. I'm like, is most wash player about the same as uh, most likely to the XFL or no? Define it more. Um, so if I was to say from where he was last year to this year, Todd Gurley, would that be a thing? No, nah, not on the contract. Most washed up, yeah, but to go to the XFL, no. No, no, no. I'm saying if he was. Like, oh. So you're saying season regression from last season to this season? Yeah. I mean, that's a good pick. I. I hate to pick on a guy for injuries too, but the thing with Gurley too is we still don't really know what the extent of his uh, arthritis is and how much they were trying to workload him and keep him fresh for later in the season, which clearly didn't work out, but (laughs) uh, that's tough. 
Um, hmm. Biggest regression. Jalen Ramsey to... could be up there. <laughs> I mean, we got to do the category. That just, that just popped in my head. I don't know. I mean, of course, there's you know the final one. I've, I've been waiting for this one. If you guys want to go ahead and get there. Yeah, I can't think. Of, I can't really think of anything. I'd had to think about it for a while. <laughs> I was like, because this one ain't going to take too long or whatever, because my pick for the least valuable player instead of the most valuable. I was hoping we were going to do that one. The L- oh, you know I had to save it for last, bro. The LVP. That's why I was like, Keto, you got to calm down on his name or whatever. <coughs> the God himself. Bless you. Mr. 30 for 30. We got how many weeks of content out of Jameis Winston? What? The first ever 30 for 30 season? Gotta be my LVP. I'm gonna disagree because he did still have good numbers outside of that. Uh, yeah, in I his think, words, I'm balling. I'm just saying, like that, like those, like when I <laughs> that stat of he threw more pick sixes than some quarterbacks had, like just normal picks, was crazy to me. God, he was entertaining though. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, um, Mm-hmm. I mean, if Least if I can chime in real quick, the the one I can think of is Baker. I mean, <laughs> and Mitch, <laughs> and and Mitch. I was thinking Mitch first. I was trying to think of something else since we just went off on him. But but that's a, for me. Baker's he's gassed. Yeah, like Jared Golf gassed. Is is I mean, could he be up here? Golf, I think so. He didn't throw a touchdown in all of November. I think like, Goff like, could... like, think about it. We're thinking players you would not want on your team. Like, if, I don't if, want Goff. Like, exactly. Like, if 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 you heard tomorrow, hey, Dallas is thinking about getting Jared Goff. How would you react in our group chat? Very unhappily. One, because why take on that kind of contract instead of just signing Dak? That would be hilarious. I would support it. That would be crazy. I bet both of you guys would support that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I think there's arguments that could be made for Goff, Baker, and Mitch. I think Goff's probably a better pick than Baker, honestly. But yeah, what was his success all system based to begin with? Like, if if the Rams can can scheme a new thing going for them, will he be successful again? It's hard to say. I mean, it is hard to say, but at the same time, too, is it easy or hard to say that last year was, I mean, can you call the team going to the Super Bowl a fluke? A fluke, I guess. I mean, I'm not sure. I wouldn't have thought so last season. Because I shat on him year one. Year two, he shut me up. But then this year, it went back to... Pink shadow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we deemed them the shams. You did personally. Well, was his first season with Jeff Fisher? Oh! Uh, Possibly 2016. I mean, I necessarily didn't like him out of cow. One of my homies I mean, told me I was crazy, but no, that's fair. Yeah, that, that was Jeff Fisher's like last season with the Rams. So he was doomed from the start. Well, I mean, until he had good production with McVay, but again, we had to see how that's going to continue to pan out. I. I I find it hard to believe that McVay is going to be just like a one and done coach, but 
this season didn't go well for them, even though they finished over 500. It was probably the most disappointing nine and seven season possible. But yeah, so I, at I least would, I would agree with that because Dallas is eight and eight was well, Dallas wasn't nine and seven. So yeah, no, definitely in my opinion, one of the dis- most disappointing nine and sevens. I would have killed for a nine and seven season. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Um, Kato, you got anybody? Um, not particularly. Um, you know, I mean, looking back on it, the NFL 100 season was, it could have been worse. At the same time, it could have been better. That's why when people tell me, oh, the NFL scripted, it's like, if it was scripted, they would have thrown some major shit in the 100 season. That's um, very true. But, I mean, we saw the emergence of, like, a lot of really good people. I mean, sure. We yeah, saw the Patriots really... lose to the Dolphins and then get knocked out in the very next round. Or, like, By the, the first round. A lot of good young players emerged. The new crop of quarterbacks, especially with the old guard kind of dying, is really exciting. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's very true. When I say you got Eli retiring, Phillip Rivers pretty much getting, I mean, if not retiring, getting pushed out the door. I think the only reason Roethlisberger stays with Pittsburgh is they don't have anyone else. I mean, that, that was that class. And Matt Schaub was in that class, too. But he was long gone. Well, he's still in the but... You know. Oh my God! Is he really? He's the backup somewhere, I think. Yeah. Damn. He's the backup in um. He's the backup. Oh fuck! I'm pretty sure he's the backup in Atlanta. I I think you're right. Yeah, it is Atlanta. Huh. I'm fairly certain. Maddie not so or Maddie ice cold. Yeah, he's on the lukewarm. Maddie lukewarm. Oh yeah. It's hard to remember that because he started on the Falcons and then went through a bunch of different teams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I just, I, I just thought as far as like, I, mean, I, I get, I get what you guys are saying, number wise or whatever. But as far as just the entertainment value and the thirty for thirty that James, I mean, think about how excited we were them last couple of weeks or whatever. Between all y'all texting me about the thirty for thirty updates, mm-hmm. bro, the yeah. last play of the season. <laughs> see, oh my, see that is some scripted storybook shit if you ever want to write it right there i would yeah i just it was a hell of a season i've enjoyed it i i really have i, I can't wait for the super bowl it starts at what 6 30 think so that'll be good i mean my favorite quote of the year take away those interceptions i'm balling yeah. Damn, that over uh, Delaney Walker? Oh, or, I don't know. Um, the Bruce, the Arian, Bruce Arians quote where... I was going to say, Bruce Arians quote where they asked him if they he thought they could <laughs> win with another quarterback, and he said, well, we can won with the one we have. That's a, that's <laughs> a top-level quote. Mm. That's fair. Mm-mm. I don't know. I, maybe... Uh, I got a question then. Uh, What's up? In your guys' mind, what do you think the most entertaining moment this season was? Ooh. Mm. Outside of the 30 for 30, of course. How about yeah, that? We, 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 we want to go serious? We, we, we want to go serious? 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 We want to go serious
Yeah, serious one and a joke one because I feel like everybody's joke one is just going to be AB because that shit was entertaining as hell. Oh, and lasted bro. all season. Miles Garrett, but, what? That one, yeah, the helmet He's hit. Saying, "Hold my beer, bitch." Whoa, that was a uh, that was pretty top level. Mm, Trying to think of a serious one now. I I haven't been as glued to a game as a whole than the 49er Saints game. That was insane. I mean, I, yeah. know, I know it's not really a moment. It was kind of like a three-hour moment, but that was fucking wild. I mean, I, I was on vacation. I was watching it in a bar. I was we were in a cab to the airport. I was watching it on my phone. I was like, "Fuck my data. I gotta watch this thing." I guess the other side is crazy. Yeah, I think I would take uh, that game as probably my serious one. That game was awesome. Which one again? The 49ers Saints game, the what was like 45 42 final, yeah, something like that. Just, with it was the long crazy scoring, the field goal. Just every, it was almost like every other play was just like not even all the scoring plays, every play was a huge play. It was, it was just insane. Yeah. Also, too, just to backtrack on um, quotes, yeah, I thought, I thought of one, but um, he's technically not a football player, but it's a, it was a football moment. How could I forget? That hero in Philadelphia that said he was catching them babies, unlike Aguilar and his mishaps. Oh, gosh. How could I forget? Oh, my that God. Was, that was a beautiful quote. The hero Philly needed but didn't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we should hit him for least offensive. Damn. Yeah. I, I honestly, yeah. I had thought about him. But I was like, I feel like Hunter would say him if he would. But fit here he's well. just not that big enough compared to the ones that we got. Yeah. I mean, the, the only reason Sanu makes more sense is it was a bigger news story. Oh yeah, I remember like they were what five and 6 and zero at that moment. Yeah, and then the got Sanu was like, oh yeah, yeah, and then yeah. got Sanu and it was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be it. They're going back to the Super Bowl, and it was like, nah. But my. Most entertaining moment, and this is a personal one, but I would probably have to say Eagles Cowboys round two. Yeah, I had that because that was kind of like, I mean, even from a neutral standpoint, if you're neutral and you're watching the shit show that was the NFC East, the Cowboys were on a roll. The Eagles had just lost three straight. I mean, or the Eagles had lost three straight prior to beating the Giants and Redskins. Um, The Cowboys had absolutely throttled Philly the last time they met. And And weren't the Cowboys coming off the Rams, too? Oh, yes. Cowboys coming off of destroying the Rams. And so you're literally watching a game for who's going to win the division because no one's losing to the Giants or the Redskins. And so it was a close game, all game. I mean, Philly should have won that game by a lot more, but it was still a very close game, all game. And um, I don't know, I guess maybe it's just Homer. But when you're watching, you know, who's going to win a division, and it's not like the Saints, it's not like the Seahawks Niners where – Okay, whoever wins wins the division. Whoever loses still goes to the playoffs. <laughs> this was, was a win and end game. Loses is, yeah, whoever loses is done. 
I mean, there's no doubt. And so that ultimately, I mean, even if the Eagles had lose it, had had lost, I probably still would have said this was probably my most entertaining game just because the situation had played out perfectly for both of those teams. Um, and it was literally just for a division title crown. It was definitely the most hype game of that week. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember a week 16 game that we we're looking at who's going to win the division, like the wild cards in play for most teams at that point and going into the final week. But yeah, I can't remember the last time that late in the season where it was like literally a head to head matchup for the division. I remember watching that. And I, I remember telling you guys too, when we did the episode the following week, I just kept thinking, yo, like, when are the Cowboys just going to get it and go ahead and get it together and just win this game already? Like, it's right here, like, on a platter for you guys. Like, literally. And they just never did. No touchdowns. <laughs> um, and, and that's the thing. Like, ultimately, when it comes to Philly this year, I absolutely, obviously hate how it ended. But at the same time, I found that I wasn't upset after the loss. I was upset by some of the calls. But I was really excited because even with the shit that happened, the way that they played, despite having lost all of those starters and and just how they played, like feeling really comes off as a bunch of mean fucking sports fans. Cause we are, I'm not, I'm not saying we're not, but <laughs> Philadelphia is also with the mindset. Look, you can lose, but as long as we can see that you actually fought, Nine times out of ten, they're not going to be upset. That's why they were so mad at Aguilar, because he just stopped fucking trying. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. So, I mean, like I said, the team really put in everything they had despite the injuries. And so I'm, I'm not upset with how the way the season ended. I think overall it was a phenomenal season. Um, I think next season it's, it's going to be cool to see how the Bengals ruin Joe Burrow. <laughs> it's gonna be Yo, he might he, he might want to light up a black dead ass during halftime bro facts or the, you know a real sedan and slap a cop we'll fight. Ass cheek. <laughs> nah, i think uh i think for me the most entertaining thing uh was the coaching fires during the middle of the season jay gruden was kind of expected but seeing Rivera get dropped that was unexpected as hell to me and then all of us thinking that Jason Garrett was next and just waiting and waiting yeah but the whole coaching carousel was pretty entertaining uh my joke entertainment of the year like my funny one the whole Minshew mania was just hilarious oh I loved all that I loved every bit of it the news stories that came out about him, like almost instantly once he became the starter, was unreal. The the yeah, jock I mean, strap he, stretching in the in the locker room, nonsense. Like he's been doing that <laughs> since college. Oh my god! Yeah, like everything that came out about him, like the reason he had the mustache was a uh, like some teammates and him had a bet for like. Uh, mustache no shave thing or whatever and all his teammates bowed out like stupid early and he was like fuck you guys i'll show you what commitment looks like a true leader absolutely a leader of men <laughs> with jorts like there could not be a better 
quarterback for a Florida football team. He, he uh, is he, the living embodiment of Florida man. He took the words out of my mouth. No, I, that was my like joke, funny entertainment of the year. Yeah, I don't know I, a good one for a joke. I mean, I feel like it had to be AB. This whole situation was the biggest joke. I mean, the fact that it like it was unraveling on Hard Knocks. Oh, that was my God. I mean, I was talking to Darius. Is like we gotta say something about this, and I he had the right reaction. Was why bother? And <laughs> you know, because I, he's gonna I, do, he's gonna, he's gonna do more. And I kept saying it. It literally like I mean, it, it was like. Watching a train crash in slow motion, <laughs> but like, yeah, and you know, I went through tons of news stories trying to figure out the whole timeline of everything, and then yeah, it's like you could not see where that already off the tracks trains was even headed for still, and God, it's been four months, it's still going. <laughs> this, tra- <laughs> this train's got like a it's like a nuclear powered train or something. It's just destroying countryside after countryside. It's been off the tracks forever. That's why we made the joke. Mike Tomlin might deserve coach of the year because he kept that semi-contained as long and as he could. The whole thing, too. I mean, before that, with Le'Veon, <laughs> yeah, it, everything. That that dude, <laughs> I like, he's rivaling Belichick at, like, the handling of a locker room at that point. Or just, like, don't let anything out. We don't talk to anyone. That was well, and Mike Tomlin on top of the coach of the year for all, or coach of all that shit, um, took a team of like chock full of injuries and backup quarterbacks, and damn near made the playoffs with them. Yeah, it, their record at the end of the year is impressive for what the hell they were putting on the field as a product. It's crazy to say the least, man. I mean, I'm still trying to think of like a just my you know, serious one. Because I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if it would be because it's not necessarily a joke or whatever. I'm like, does Derrick Henry run all over the Ravens and the Patriots count? Uh, does to me. We haven't seen before. Derrick Henry putting up 1200 rushing yards in eight games. Yeah. I think that definitely counts. Yeah. He really came out of nowhere to win the rushing record. Yeah, I mean, that was just the dude turned it on to another level at the end of the year. That was just insane. And to be fair, I think the Titans offense really bought into it and rallied around it. It was scanned yeah. well. Yeah, oh, Mike Vrabel I, did wonderful. Oh, another most entertaining moment. Mike Vrabel in the game against the Patriots burning off all that time with the penalties. And that was pissed off Bill Belichick. <laughs> that was amazing. Using Bill Belichick's own thing against him. I watching that was unreal. I, I I didn't realize what was happening. And then to hear all the fallout about how the Patriots has even done that this season itself. I was they like, did I it no to idea. the Jets uh, like 33, nothing like, <laughs> yeah, uh, the most, uh, probably the biggest fuck you to a former coach revealing something he shouldn't have revealed and then using it against him. And of all the coaches for it to be Belichick and Vrabel them together. Yeah, that's, that was pretty great. And, and the balls to do it. Mm-hmm. Only up one. Mm-hmm. That was just something else. That was. I mean, that's how you traditionally beat the Patriots: is control the ball. I mean, I know they were giving the ball away, but they controlled it for another two minutes. Yeah, I mean, they burned a bunch of time off the clock, and I don't know, it was 
That's, that's a good, good one. one. That's a good one. I would say if you if you guys um, got any closing thoughts before we get up out of here, I know uh, who mine is going to be, but I'm going to go last. Um, I'm really excited about Super Bowl, and I hope it lives up to our expectations, both from the dichotomies of the two offenses going against one another. Uh, hopefully, they can both play successfully. It, like any Super Bowl, I would hope for some outrageous, weird plays to throw in the mix with all that. And I do think it's going to be high scoring just based on both offenses. I mean, it, the 49ers don't play like a team that scores a bunch of points, but they average 30 points a game this season. And in the playoffs, still averaging over 30. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think it's going to be entertaining as fuck. I'm excited. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree that. I said it much better myself. I think it's going to be a very good game. I don't really know who wins. Like I said, I think it's 50-50, but uh, could be a very, very entertaining Super Bowl. Definitely excited for it myself. Um, I don't see any losers, so either way, because, you know, just besides if, if you're a fan for either team. Um, I, I love you told one of the homies or whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm going to need Jerry Rice to come back out with the um, the Popeye's helmet with the chicken as the – as a little center uh, bar, <laughs> but you know, for the culture, or that chain he was wearing. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, the the Niners chain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw that shit. <laughs> that can't be real. That was so much gold. No, nah, that was that was just like you know how the teams doing they little like turnover chains and shit. That thing was crazy. But if y'all ain't got anything to say, I'm gonna end this <laughs> how I. Like, Damn, we're going to skip over a real one. Well, I, mm-hmm. you, you stopped talking. I didn't know if you were still here. I'm sitting here listening to y'all, bro. Go ahead, bro. I'm Hit us with it. Here try, I'm sitting here trying to, trying to do what I'm supposed to do. Shit. Oh, my God. Why is this just... I want Andy Reid to get this so badly. It's insane. I mean, this dude went to, what, five NFC championships with the Eagles? One Super Bowl. You know, I, I, I think he's grown a lot as a coach over the years. Um, judging on that pass punt kick competition, he has, he didn't really have a lot of room to grow. But <laughs> he's, he's definitely grown. Um, I get a lot of flack for it, but I think you can make an argument for him being the top coach in the league simply because of what he's able to do, but also what his coaching lineage has been able to do. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm super excited. Low-key kind of hope the Chiefs blow them out. It's been a little bit unbearable, but yeah. Uh, I think it'll it'll be a good game. I don't think it'll be that high scoring. I think out of these defenses are going to be very good. And I think the Chiefs' defense might surprise a lot of us. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked. We, yeah. we, haven't, we haven't spoke his name this podcast, but Kyron Matthews has been playing out of his mind recently. I was, well. I was yeah, he has. just thinking of yeah. him. And I, I agree with your sentiment, especially where you came from as a fan. I, I think Andy Reid deserves to get some real, real postseason success. And... You know, I wish the best for him. Definitely probably the best offensive coach in the league right now. Yeah. 
I mean, I always liked Andy Reid, even when, God forbid, he was an Eagles coach. But I've always been a fan of him. Close this out. I'm about to say, oh, yeah. I'm about to say, I appreciate all of you guys. I haven't done this in a hot minute. So i got to do it for this, you know, final, the last episode for the year. Today, now we got to win at home. Finish strong. Oh, my God. <laughs> quick, short week. We'll see you Saturday. <laughs> I just hate everything. Hey, it's just like that. Got Austin, Jack, Keto, I'm Mookie, you already know. Have a great Super Bowl, and until next time, we are...